Welcome to the Codependent Me Podcast. I'm Tamara Shaw, a recovering codependent, a codependent life coach, and the co-author of God Turned Mommy's Wine Into Water. This podcast was created to increase the awareness of codependency and to give a more holistic look at the journey and healing of codependence. Welcome to the Codependent Me podcast. I am your host, Tamala Shaw. And today we have Judith Costa on the, I was going to say on the line, but on the podcast with us today. Judith, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's, it's such a pleasure. I have been waiting for this conversation with you for such a long time. And I'm really excited. I am excited as well. So I want people to know that you are an unconditional love coach, love expert, and a certified happiness trainer. Like, I think that's so intriguing because all of it makes me so happy and, and butterflies on the inside, right? It's like, oh, she is just full of goodness. <laughs> so I couldn't wait to meet you. So um, I, I definitely want to get into a little bit. What does a certified happiness trainer, I know you train people on certified happiness, but what, what does that entail? No, I just got a certification as a happiness trainer because... Self-love, that it's the core of my business uh, as a, a love coach or unconditional love coach and happiness or inner joy are really interconnected. Mm. They are uh, both choices that we make every day of our lives. Then I thought that in order to expand, and it's a topic, happiness, that I have been interested since I was, I mean, before I was 18, mm -hmm. because I wasn't happy. Then I needed to know what is the secret of this thing, no? And I think that when you really start loving yourself, no matter what, then you discover the, the source of inner joy. Absolutely. That's why I did that. <laughs> I love that. Like it, everything in me, it made me say, I'm going to have to have her train me. I got to see, see what course I can take. <laughs> because, you know, like you said, when you're, when you're smaller or younger or young adults, I always heard you choose joy, right? And it's just like, well, if somebody makes me mad, then no, I didn't choose. But you do, you still have the opportunity, even in that moment, to choose joy. So like, yeah, totally yes. No, thank you for sharing because a lot of people ask me in interviews like, yeah, yeah, that sounds wonderful. But how do you do it when you go out uh, of the door and, and something happens in the elevator or at home or while you are driving, commuting? doesn't matter. I mean, your inner peace is the most valuable thing that you have, your balance. Are you going to give it to someone else because they say something that they shouldn't or they are not kind to you or like focus on yourself? That is what matters. It's what you can really control. It's your energy. It's what you bring to the table. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So we definitely want to get into your love coach. Uh, I don't want to say career, but that's that's your journey, right? You're in that journey right now. Um, so what does that entail? Well, the reason why my title is unconditional love coach and then self-love expert is because if I say I'm a love coach, people think that I fix relationships and I don't. Mm. I really help people to have a better relationship with themselves because they 
this really transforms your life in every area. Your finances, the way you organize your life, uh, the level of abundance, your health, and for sure your relationships. And I do uh, have this unconditional at the beginning because we all have learned this idea of that love is conditional. I love you if you love me. It's an exchange. It's a contract. We have expectations on love. And that's not the kind of love that I aspire to share with others. Mm. And I started my, my career as a coach, helping people how to find their soulmates. I really believe in that uh, concept. It transformed my life. It was the reason of my uh, kind of spiritual awakening, if you want to say it this yeah, way. Yeah. And when I was doing this workshop, how to find your soulmate uh, in, in New York, I soon realized that one of the most important reasons why people couldn't find love or stay in a relationship where there is true love, it's because they don't love themselves. And soon enough, the the business gravitated towards self-love and it become like stronger and bigger in that. And, and self-love is it's a big concept. We will talk later, but that's the reason of the unconditional, how we can really accept ourselves, ourselves and, and be there for ourselves in a way that we can love ourselves no matter what, for no reason. Yes. This is not the idea that we have about love. We equal love with relationships, especially with someone else showing me that they appreciate me. We, we look for love outside of ourselves. Mm. And that's the source of a lot of trouble in our lives. Absolutely. And, and you know, I think it starts when you are a child because you oh, want yes. to be pleasing, right? I want to please my mommy and my daddy. And so you look for that acceptance on the outside, right? And it just continues on. And you don't realize that you're kind of losing that self-love. And I love that you say unconditional love. Like, I don't even know if I've ever said that to myself. I love myself unconditionally. On the inside, yeah. I feel as though I do, but I don't think I've ever said it. That's so phenomenal to hear. It sounds like a challenge, like how I can do that. I mean, we don't really even accept our bodies. Right. <laughs> Loving yourself in whatever situation, no matter what mistakes I make. In whatever circumstances, yes, this is exactly what I'm saying. Because if you cannot do it for yourself, for sure you are not going to be able to do it for others. Absolutely. And, and as you said, it's not only when we are children. From zero to seven, we don't have any filter. And everyone that is an authority figure for us, whatever they say, it's a truth. It's part of the programming that we will use for the rest of our lives. But let's go a little bit even before we have this part of the brain, the limbic system, where we are uh, wired to look for the approval and being seen and belong to a group. Because without that, without the love of the other people, we couldn't survive. When we were tribes, when we were living in community, when we didn't have like any means for survival unless we belong to a group, that was the most important mm. uh, like objective then we still are wired to really want to be loved no matter what. That's the reason why we are on earth, to learn how to love and how to be loved. Mm -hmm. Then if you uh, add like what is our nature plus everything that happened when we were children, not most of my clients, I would say 95 of my clients, they, they haven't had a, a, a wonderful childhood. 
but it doesn't matter because loving yourself is a choice that you make right here, right now, that you can let go of the past in the past and become who you are right now. Most probably you have chosen that circumstances because your soul needed to grow, needed to know that love comes from you first, mm. that you have to charge your own batteries, that you don't have to go like asking for love around uh, and approval and comparing with others and feeling less than mm -hmm. that it's what you learn out there, but it's not reality. It's the reality that you see, but it's not the way it works. I like that. Charge my own batteries. To write that down. <laughs> I love that. So when we say love oneself, like you said, that's unconditionally, truly getting down to the core, getting down to the core of love. There's there's really no other way to say it. Truly love and forgiving ourselves or understanding why we aren't there right now. Because it really is a reprogramming of ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'd like to know, like, I, I want to say we know why it's important, but why is that so important? It's so important because the most important relationship that you will ever have is the relationship with oneself. No matter what, you are going to be with you 24-7, 365 days per year. Yeah. Then if you are not uh, enjoying your own company, you are never going to be okay in the world. Ah, that's so true. Yeah. Mm. Then if you are going to be with you, let's let's make it fun, no? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because if you're with someone else, you want to have fun. So why can't you make that fun? Oh, but yeah, but the problem is that we put all these expectations on others to fill our cup. Mm -hmm. Like, you charge my batteries. I did that very well in my first marriage. I abandoned myself totally. And I say, you're going to make me happy. Right. And it didn't work. Mm. Of course, it doesn't. But as you say, there are many benefits of loving yourself. Uh, and problems of health are related with lack of love. Mm. Uh, when we cannot manifest the life that we want, it's because we cannot connect with this powerful energy that transforms everything and heals everything that is love. When we self-sacrifice, it's because we think that in order to get love, we have to give everything we have and more. Yeah. When yeah. Should I continue? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Every area in your life depends on the level of love that you have. That's the complication sometimes when, when I have this worship, fall in love with yourself. And even though I have a method, what I tell the participants is self-love is a big concept that includes many things. Then let's focus exactly on what you need because it's different the, the vision of life and the situation that you are going to have if you are just very judgmental, you don't appreciate yourself, you're very hard on yourself, than if you have problems to forgive yourself, you feel stuck in life, you cannot disconnect, you keep attracting the same relationships because the, you got stuck in a moment in time with certain patterns. The same, if you become so serious, so responsible, you are born out and you don't have any pleasure in life. You don't, you don't do things for fun anymore. That's a different thing. Yeah. Then first, from all the aspects that self-love includes, you have to choose. This is what you do in the workshop. The beginning, like 
what do you want to focus on? Because if you try to resolve everything at the same time, it's overwhelming. And you are not going to be able to, and you are going to abandon. Then what is the area of self-love that really is more important for you right now? That's that's the first decision that you have to make. Because, again, you, you want to change. I work a lot in mindset. I'm a shift <laughs> uh, or a transformer. Trans, uh, transformer of self-talk. Yeah. Uh, we all have this inner judge, but depending on the degree that we criticize and judge ourselves, how how badly we put ourselves down, things change. Then do you need to build a sense of appreciation? Let's focus on that. Let's start thinking that you really deserve to be loved for who you are. Yes. This connects with your self-worth with the level of confidence that you have about yourself, because a lot of people connect self-worth with your accomplishments, your achievements in life, and all of this. What if you have the right to be lovable because you are just here, because you were born? Because you are because you were born. Ah. Then when we start receiving this new information and processing it, we start acting differently. And when we start acting differently, our life gets transformed. The relationships that we have if I have love, I'm not asking you to give me the love. I don't want so many proofs that you love me. I can let go of the fear of abandonment. I'm not going to be there trying to fix you and change you to become the person I want to love. I can give you room to growth. I'm yeah. going to respect you more. I'm going to be more understanding and kind with you, even when you make mistakes, because I do it with me first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's then so true. Life everything around you. I love that. I have leaned in. It was like when you when you asked a question, it was just in general. I almost I had to stop myself from answering it. I felt like we were in a session. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> this is a conversation. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> oh my gosh! But all of this. Oh, I was at a. I was at a conference once. And a woman stood up and she was making some points about different things. And she said, and now I kind of, I think I kind of understand. She said uh, to the audience, she said, most people tell people that you love them because you yearn to hear it back. And I was just like, people, I love them because I love them. So I started, you know, of course, like what I do, I'll challenge myself. And I'm just like, okay, because my mother doesn't need to hear I love you seven times a day. Because I do, I, I tell her so many times a day. So I said, okay, I'm going to stop myself from saying it and see how I feel. Not really for her, but to see how I feel. Yeah. And it really was like when I got off the phone, I was like, mm, I do get something back from that. I love you too, or I love you more. It's something about that feeling that I get when someone says it back. Yeah. So it is, it's again, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't tell people that you love them and you should definitely mean it, but sometimes it's that bounce back that- Yeah, it's that conditional uh, idea that we have been educated in. And it's true. Sometimes we say things because we say them. 
It's not that we don't mean them, but right. we are not present in the moment. Yeah. Love is a verb. I always remind people this. Love is not a philosophy, a passing feeling, something that the other person awakens within you. Love is a decision. It's a verb. It has to be demonstrated into action. Then instead of saying, I love you, how are you going to show this love? And one of the ways we show love is by sharing it, by saying, I love you. But when you say it, it has to be true. Right. I sign my, my emails saying with love. But every time I sign the email, I say it. I put a heart after every text message, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Not 100 uh, emoticons. No, just right. that. This is what I want to say, but I mean it. Mm-hmm. The day I just put it because it's the way I always sign, I will have to stop doing it because it's not going to be authentic. It's not oh. going to be that. Absolutely. I love that. I but love yeah, that. everybody talks about love and nobody really knows what it is, this force, this transformational force. It's good stuff. So when we are intentionally loving ourselves, there are times that we sabotage, right? Mm-hmm. And we have doubt in ourselves. Yeah. And that doesn't stop our love, but how do we how do we lift ourselves up when those times come? Yeah, the reason why we self-sabotage, there are many reasons. I mean, it's a it's a big it's a big question, but I'll try to uh, go to the point in answering. Sometimes we have all the intentions to really do what we have committed to, but we have these unconscious beliefs store. And in the moment we decide to do something that is big for us, we trigger all these fears, this self-doubt, all the things that have happened in the past become in the now real, like in front of us. And it's very tempting to give up. Then uh, you mentioned before, like we have to train our brains. We we can take our mind to the gym the same way we we take our body to the gym. We take our mind to the gym and we become aware of what is holding us back. Let's suppose that, uh, I mean, it's very common and maybe an easy example, but if I want to lose 50 pounds, and if I see myself like, oh, 50 pounds, it's a big thing. I mean, how am I going to do it? I tried many times. It never worked. I don't know what is the problem. I think I, I have to abandon. Who cares? It's too complicated. All of these things are going to show up. But if I really commit to something that is more achievable for me, like one pound, one pound is week, that's it. And I do it with love. Then if I fail, I forgive myself. I continue. I don't do it by controlling myself and my calories. I do it with love. I see what I have to release, what is holding me back because I am aware of what feelings are showing up, what thoughts are appearing. And that's the reason why I self-sabotage the process. Then you need a mindful approach to your life. At the same time, you are the main character in the movie of your life. You have to be sitting in the movie theater and observing the movie that is happening to you. You are both then you are there living your life the best you can, but you are this uh, observer that is not judging at all, but is looking at what is happening. 
And this observer has to be full of unconditional love. Like it's not there to tell you what to do. It's just there to give you the information of why are the things not working the way you want? Because you consciously can decide to, to change something, to transform something in your life. And you are not planning to fail or sabotage yourself. The reason why you do is because there is a programming that is acting against your will. And your unconscious is super powerful. All the tools that I have, the, the, the regression therapy, the Akashic records, the work with the dreams, and even the coaching are to just go to the information that it's a story in your unconscious and show you this is the reason why. We have to change this programming in order to start creating a new life, to enter in this field of possibilities when you can lose not only 30 pounds, 60 if you want. Right. But do it with kindness, with love and compassion towards you. Mm-hmm. And not by suffering through every minute of it. Yes, I love that. And in that, I know we talked earlier, in that it's very important to show forgiveness. Yes. You know, when I'm down on myself, what are some steps that people can take to say, okay, I did not do what I thought I was going to do. I know I've been down on myself, but how do I get to that level of forgiveness? That might be where it's needed to be able to move on, move forward. Yeah, let me tell you that uh, even nowadays, it's curious for me to see, and I think it's, it's it's prominent in the in the culture in the U.S. that in order to improve your life, you have to be hard on yourself. Yes, that's a good point. And that's the opposite of forgiving yourself because this self-talk responds like you're stupid. How is possible that you didn't do that? You have to do better. You have to. And we we try to improve our lives by putting pressure on ourselves. That's not going to work. I mean, try with your children. If you do that, you're going to stress them. They are going to perform worse. And they are going to like kind of reject you because only love can really make you change. Mm. And one of the most important acts of self-love is forgiving yourself. But we have a misunderstanding of what forgiveness means. We think that, like this religious aspect, we have to forgive someone because we are good people. And that we have resistance because what if I forgive? I'm saying that you didn't do it to me or that this didn't happen or I'm condoning the acts or I feel like I'm letting it go and you are never going to be punished. Then in the moment we understand that the only good reason to forgive, to let go, to release something, is to be disconnected from this event, this relationship, whatever happens that was painful for you. That's the reason why it's an act of self-love. Because by letting it go, you can really disconnect. And what we do is the opposite. We become attached by not releasing it to something that was painful in the first place. And we keep it bringing to our present. It was in the past but we keep uh, feeding it and bringing it back. Like it's the reason why I am the way I am is because it happened to me or someone did something to me or these events. You didn't have control at that moment in time, but you have it now. Then a lot of, of, of people are able to forgive others, but they are so much harder on themselves. Mm-hmm. It's because we have this idea that we are going to get lazy if we forgive ourselves, if we 
just say nothing happened. We are not going to learn from it. No, just take the lesson and move forward. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay eternally for that. Yes. Not even karma is that. It's just an understanding. Absolutely. And I think that mistakes are not really what we think about uh, bad things or bad choices. You make the decisions that you can with the information that you have at the moment. And why are you going to blame yourself later on for something that you didn't know in the past? You did what you did because the circumstances at that moment show up that this was what the way it looked like. Mm-hmm. Then if you are not able to let go what happened, how are you going to create a new life? You will really get yourself stuck right. in that moment. Absolutely. Makes sense. It absolutely <laughs> makes sense. So of course I'm I'm a big I'm a big love person. Or, you know, I love to love and I love to love myself. I love to love others. But I know that self-love is very, very important in any relationship that you'll have within yourself and outside of yourself. Can you talk about why that's very important? Yeah, I mentioned it before uh, briefly in the sense that when I know how to treat myself with love, then I'm able to do it with you. And we do the opposite. We usually learn through the relationships that we establish since we, I mean, are an adolescent and, 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 and keep changing partners or whatever it is, we learn how to love better in every relationship. Because nobody talks about self-love. I didn't learn this uh, in the school. I had to arrive to a point of crisis in my life where nothing was working and I didn't know what was the problem. And I don't believe in just sitting and talking about your problems. I believe in like, let's find solutions. I'm very analytical. And I enter in a quest of self-discovery for that reason. Like. What what is happening to me that I cannot really create a life that I like and and going against yourself have consequences in the physical level, in the emotional level, in the spiritual level. Then when you want to love yourself, one of the things that you have to do is to know who you are. When you establish a relationship, you want to know everything about the other person like his favorite color, what do you like, how you want to be treated, tell me your story, tell me how you feel, all of these things. We ask questions, but we don't invest the time on being alone with ourselves to really discover what we want, where are our dreams, what will make us happier, how we want to be treated. We don't devote this time, unless you register for this workshop, fall in love with yourself uh, or similar. Yeah, yeah. Then the idea is that we have to establish the relationship, not because you live in your body means that you have a good relationship with yourself. It means that you're alive, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. When you focus in the relationship with yourself, you start being more forgiving. You start being more compassionate with the things that you you understand that you are not perfect and you don't have to be. You also, um, learn how to be more patient with yourself mm-hmm. you listen more to your needs to your desires you give yourself a space you don't put pressure on yourself and imagine if you take all of this that you have learned in the relationship with yourself and then you take it to your partnerships 
And then when someone does something, instead of saying, yeah, you make me feel this way, you say, no, there is something within myself, this feeling of anger, of sadness or whatever it is, is within myself. You just trigger it. Let me go with me to have a conversation with myself and see what is this anger or this sadness or this loneliness it's telling me. Because feelings are there to say, hey, hello, I have a message for you. If you get the message, they leave. Mm. If you don't, they get there, insisting. Good point. point. Yeah. Then if you really are able to listen to yourself, you will be more present with others. You will listen between their words. Mm -hmm. You will become more intuitive in what do you need? How can I be there for you? Not just, I love you. Tell me what you need. Mm -hmm. No, I will be able because I am doing this with myself. Then a lot of time you mentioned it before, we about talking about unconditional love, we want the other person to be okay. But what we do is to not give the person the opportunities to grow and to learn. Mm -hmm. And let's suppose that my husband wants to do an investment and I don't see the investment at all. And I feel that he's making a mistake. And every night when I arrive home, like I'm gonna lecture him and I discover this and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that because I feel, even if it's his money, Let's suppose that it's not even going to affect me as a partner in the relationship, but I don't want him to do that because I'm convinced that this is a mistake. Then when you love someone unconditionally, you have to respect the person, even when the person is making a mistake. And this is very difficult for parents with kids, for, for, for partners where the other person is in trouble and you have a... a, a a podcast about uh, addiction and codependency and all of these yeah. things that yeah. we have to learn that we have to take it of, of ourselves and we have to allow the other person to have like the possibility to grow at their own pace yes their own way yeah their own way and this is difficult because you say oh because i love you i want to save you from that and say, you cannot save me from that mm. you have to allow me to be that then Seeing someone you love suffer and go through things, I know it's difficult. But the more you have the relationship with yourself really established, where you can stand up on your own feet, the less you need the other people to be okay, the more space you have to hold others. Because if I'm okay, I don't jump into the box with you and we cry together. I'm just going to be there holding you. Yes. And clearing your tears. Yeah. Because I have the patience. I have I have the strength. I can be a pillar of light for you because I am there for me first. That is, it's wonderful because, you know, of course, being codependent or recovering from codependency, a lot of that has to do with boundaries. A lot of that has to do with you know, knowing, knowing where your boundary stands, even for others. When we think about boundaries, we think about the boundaries that we set for others, but that's really a boundary. Like you said, for your, rather than you knocking your husband in and saying, oh, you shouldn't do that. You should, there's a boundary there. You've spoken what you needed to speak and now you move on and allow him to find his own journey. Right. That yeah, because is so good. Yeah, we invest so much time in trying to fix others. 
that we should turn the lights towards ourselves and say, how can I improve my life? Mm-hmm. What can I do to be happier today? What right. can I do to be more loving, to bring more love into the world? Yes. And imagine, because the energy is contagious. Love is contagious. Then the more loving I am, the more love there is in the world. Mm-hmm. And instead of that, we create war. Like every every everywhere we go, mm-hmm. like little arguments here and there because... I don't feel you love me enough. Okay, what's the problem? <laughs> if you love yourself, you are the source of your own love, then maybe the other person can cannot love you. It's not ready, it's not prepared, doesn't know, have no training or is wounded and cannot love you the way you deserve. Yes. Okay, you have two choices. You stay or you not, or, or you don't. Mm-hmm. But don't think that the problem is in the other person. Right. You can love someone in spite of who the other person is. This is unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we we don't have this like uh, internalized at all. People use love to the idea of my loved ones, the ones I know, the ones I like. Then mm. can you extend your love to any stranger, to anything that is alive in the world? Can you really make it happen? This idea that we are all one. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. I we we had a we did a love experiment, and it was in smiling. And I'm pretty sure I've said this on a podcast in the past, but um, we went to the store and we just smiled at people to see if we could get them to smile, smile back. And again, it's all so contagious. And everyone, I mean, it's some women like they even giggled because you, but they can't help but to smile back. And it's just that's spreading joy, it's spreading love. And I just, I completely love all of this. I love that you spoke about the whole dating concept. Like if you are about to date someone, you get to know them. It's time to really date ourselves. Like you said, I knew someone, well, I interviewed her and she said she was so intertwined in her husband and her family and all of that. She couldn't tell you what her favorite color was. She didn't know what her favorite food was. So many, and those are the questions, like you said, what's your favorite color? What, what foods do you like? What's your favorite restaurant? Like, if you can't even tell yourself that, ah, you've got some loving to do right here on the inside. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what a synchronicity before I answer your, your last statement, because I have, I have uh, things to say, but what a synchronicity. I have created an organization that aims to spread love around the world and it has a a podcast it's not launched but we have a shop with objects that have the shape of a heart or the word love we have love news and we have also love projects and the first project of the organization was a smile (laughs) and we provide this science behind the smiling and all of this and I do it I, I practice when I go for my works I smile at people and except some people that are looking at their phones Right. Even even pets, when you send the energy of love, you are rewarded with more love. Love is a flow. You are, it has to be given, but you will receive it. Mm-hmm. If you don't expect, you will receive even more because you are giving from a place of really being authentically there for love, for, for you and for others. Mm-hmm. But coming back to, to the topic uh, that you mentioned, um, now I was so much into the this love, love, <laughs> the dating, the dating portion. 
No, no, no. That you mentioned something very, very important about. Uh, but I, I, I lost my thought totally. It's okay. It's, it's okay. not. Important. It'll come back. It will definitely come back. So, yeah, yeah. So you have these projects that you do. So if there's someone on the listening right now that would love to be a part of that, is it something that they would be able to connect with? Oh, sure. The easiest way is go to my website. You have a contact form there. Shoot me an email and ask me to have a conversation. I'm all at school. I don't have a, a calendar uh, okay. where you are going to reserve a session or, or just mm -hmm. a complimentary uh, one, but have a conversation with me and we will see how can I help you exactly. There is a list of private sessions and workshops and classes uh, in the website, you will find all the information. Of course, I'm in all social media. Please go there, connect. I post uh, all the stuff about love and self-love. But but really, I want to help you. I don't I don't want to give you general information. There is a lot of of that out there. Uh, tell me what is what is going on in your life, and we will resolve in terms of love and self-love and. I am here to help you. This is not a job for me. This is my passion. This is what changed my life. I'm a student of love or an ambassador, if you want. Yeah. This is this is what I what I will do even if I win the lottery. I will continue doing just at a bigger scale. Yeah. But uh, uh, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I enjoy uh, this is this is my life. I have I have so much fun talking to you and. I will, I will be here for hours. Uh, <laughs> I completely, I agree. I so agree. Uh, again, love is, I think it's, it's the cure for if, if I, if I dare say everything, yes. it truly is. And if you can start with that love from the inside, I truly, truly, truly feel as though it will completely change your life. When you can get that mindset and say, you know, if if someone is <laughs> if someone is trying to do something and they're trying to anger you, the best thing that you can do is love them. My mother used to say, kill them with kindness, right? If someone is angry with you, love them. It is the best thing that you can do. It really is. I am Just forgive them because... This is demonstrating the way they are, not the way you are. Right. And, uh, I wanted to make it more practical. And if you allow, before we close, to, to give uh, a couple of things that people can implement uh, nowadays, build a sense of appreciation. Uh, think how important you are, how valuable you are, how unique and special you are every day. Repeat these words to yourself. Because we tend to forget. Mm -hmm. We take ourselves for granted. And there is no one like you, Tamara. It, <laughs> there is, you. It's only you. You you don't have a copy out there. Right. Only you can touch the world the way you are doing that. Then, yes, we are so hard on ourselves. But the more we start building this sense of appreciation, the better. Uh, the faster we can change this, this inner talk. Mm -hmm. um, if you will be listening to like a uh, rock and you don't like rock at all in the radio, what will you do? You will change the radio station. Mm -hmm. Then find a radio station that talks about love. And what be in the world of love, if you want more love in your life, become the love that you want to see there. 
even if you have to listen to love songs, watch love movies, share your love, put emphasis on that. Mm -hmm. But really be sure that what you desire is what you are bringing to the table. Yes. And just let go. Don't wait for years, months, days. We all have this backpack or this big suitcase where we have put everything that was <laughs> painful, things that we have even forgotten, but they are stored in some part of ourselves. Then don't wait to forgive at the end. Find the strength to set yourself free in the moment. I love I that. Have, oh, I love that. Every part. Oh, I just had tingles when you said that. Yeah, thank Be you. strong enough to let go of all of the hardship, all of the anger, all of the resentment, all, oh my gosh, it takes strength. I've never thought of it that way. It takes strength to just let go and just love. Easy yeah. in the world. Yeah, and I'm gonna share this prayer. I work with the Akashic Records. We don't have the time to explain, but it's a field of information where everything about you recorded, like the book of your soul. Mm-hmm. And we have healing tools within the Akashic Records. And there is a wonderful prayer that I want to share uh, with the listeners that says, if there is anyone or anything that has hurt you in the past, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive and release it. If I have hurt anyone or anything in the past, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive and release it. If I have hurt myself in the past, knowingly or unknowingly, I forgive and release it. When you say it with intention, when you allow the universe to really help you to release this energy, Mm -hmm. the only thing that you have to do is to give all this anger, hearts, disappointments, betrayals, everything, put it in a bag and and just take it out for recycling. Ah. And the universe will do it for you. We'll do it. Yes. I am a firm believer because I've lived it. <laughs> I've lived it. And it's it lightens your load. Yeah. It makes you so free. You wake up and it's just... It is a beautiful day. And I'm not saying that things don't happen that try to weigh you down again, but then you just have to be cognizant and say, no, that's not mine. That's not what I want to hold on to. And recycle it again. Let it go. It's not yours. It's not yours. Yeah, Yeah, no, we have another prayer to release outside influences because especially people that are sensitive, no, we tend to get things from the environment. Others project information on top of us, mm-hmm. and 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 we tend to forget this. Ah, I remember what I was about to say before. The, this person that you were mentioning that she she didn't even know who she was. She has like no desire. She was totally adapted. And people that don't have boundaries, that they are like sponges, they tend to be very flexible and adaptable. And even though I'm very assertive, I did the same in a relationship. I had clarity on what I wanted. But in order to keep the love, I was giving and giving and giving. Then sometimes it's not that, oh, I don't know my favorite food. It's like, I am not creating the life I want. And to create the life that I want, I have to let go of the life that I don't want. Because I cannot carry all this weight. 
and say, okay, my new house, I'm going to have a closet just for the old stuff. No, don't bring it to the new house. Just leave it yeah. and create a new reality for you. Mm. Then letting go is the ability to really not only fall in love with yourself in a different way, the ability to create a life, the results, the, the environment, the relationships, the opportunities, the abundance, totally different than the one that you had before. Mm -hmm. Then yes, all of these things happen to you. We are not saying that forget and forgive. No, it's part of your story, but your story doesn't mean to enter in your present or your future. Right, right. Don't allow it to happen. Just again, learn from it. See what happens. Forgive yourself and move forward. Love yourself more than what had happened to you. Uh, that is beautiful. Like every part of it. It's it's almost like I've had some, this has been a whole meditation session. It's mm -hmm. just been so good. Um, as I say, so yummy. You've given some yummy, yummy things. Um, I want to ask you because we're toward the end and I don't want the audience to, to miss it. And I know you've mentioned it a bit in the beginning. Can you talk about some of your programs um, that, that they can contact you at judithmcosta.com, right? Yeah. So just that's a couple my things. Yes, that's your website. And just a couple of things that they can come on there. And uh, if they want to contact you, I know that they can contact you. Yeah. But some of the programs that you... There are two ways of working with me individually in private sessions or in groups. In private sessions, we can do coaching and I can help you with whatever you want. As a coach, I really take you by the hand and we will achieve whatever it's in your agenda. I am focused in love and self-love. It doesn't matter that I cannot help you with other stuff, but that's my expertise. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want a group experience, then... Uh, under workshops, you will find fall in love with yourself is a one day experience focused on self-love. You are not going to learn only from me, from other participants. It includes many things. It's not a class. We will do meditation. I will share everything I know. And reflection, exercises, create new uh, reality, new belief system. Everything that you need is packed in there. A lot of people do a combination of both. Like, show me the fundamentals, and then I want to work with you. Nice. And, and, and let's put this into reality. Just anchor it in the day-to-day. -day. Um, I also, I mentioned, I work with the Akashic Records, and you have a story there as a private session or classes that you can learn to tap into this field of information. These beings that uh, control this field of information are emissaries of the divine, pure and conditional love. The world of the Akashic Records is amazing. If you are interested, again, contact me. You have my, not, not only my email, in the contact form, you have my phone. Nice. Then whatever you have in the world, WhatsApp or FaceTime, audio, or just call me. Call me and I will be happy to explain all of this to you. I have many other workshops uh, on how to find your soulmate. The beginning of my career, my, my dear, uh, most loved uh, workshop, I think, how to manifest your desires, because as we were saying, love is the highest vibration possible that helps you manifest. And what changed my life were dreams. And I have a, a introductory uh, worship on dreams. Right. And 
dream interpretation and all of this mm. but uh, but again i love i love to be there for you i i love to share uh, what i have learned through my path then just connect and i'm sure we will find a way to do this together absolutely judith you are a jewel complete jewel and i thank you and i honor you for what you have put into this world that is so wonderful Mm, thank you I'm on it, and i receive it in my heart and oh. again love is a flow then thank you for sending it back and i feel the same i feel that we are sisters yes for another lifetime mm-hmm. and uh, that we are doing this for a reason together absolutely and then i will be back whenever you want me to let's continue yes, the conversation absolutely and i completely appreciate you Um, I want the audience to know all of her information will be in the show notes. So you can just go there to find the website, to find the email address, all of the goodness. It will be there waiting for you. And Judith, I ask all of my guests, if you could give the audience just one last nugget, you've given a ton, but one last nugget, what would that be? I will say, remember that you are not alone and that you don't have to figure out everything on yourself. Mm. Don't be afraid of living your life to the fullest. Love everything that is presented in front of you. Take it as an opportunity to be more, to become more, to learn. Life is full of enjoyable things. And I have to confess that I... I was trying to control life. I didn't take risks. I want everything to be perfect because I wanted the love and the approval of others. I don't care much nowadays. I don't compare myself with others. What others think is none of my business. And I allow love to guide my life. Ask yourself what love will do in this situation. If I love myself, what is the best choice for me now? now because maybe tomorrow is a different choice right then if you want to love yourself use these two sentences Mm -hmm. if you want to be there for others really learn not to sacrifice just to love them as they are yes that's wonderful yes love them as they are okay well that is a wonderful nugget and i thank you I'd like to tell the audience that I want you to remember that you matter and your story matters. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Codependent Me podcast, because I know that you can choose any podcast out there, but you chose this one. And I thank you and have a wonderful day. And until next time, bye. Lots of love. Yes, lots of love. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time, so thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me, and check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.